And how great it is to be with you. A big hello. Great to have you on this Sunday morning once again for No Man Should Walk Alone. It's all thanks to the Hayter Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. And we can say for the first time, Danny Frawley, Swiss are joining us, proudly bringing this program to you, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. Good morning to you, Spud. This show is flying at the moment. It's a bit like your brand. Good morning, Jack. Yes, what can I say? Uh, (laughs) We hit the headlines as well. Great to have Swiss on board to join the Hayter Clinic, as you know, too magnificent companies supporting this uh, magnificent hour we've got ahead of us and we have got a big hour we've got yeah. scotty cummings to, to come in we've got a bit of a theme i'll talk about it scotty cummins then we've got wayne swash to talk about pucker up and then of course at the end of our show we always look forward to the health tips from chief bryburn who's the uh, you know one of the leading guys of men's health magazine and our theme this week is more about training and doing something with your mates mm. we can we can sort of drop off the perch a little bit by just doing your own thing, and it's so easy to stay in bed. But if you, if you get in with a group, whether it's lawn bowls, whether it's riding, whether it's walking, going for a run, a couple of times a week, you're committed to turn up. Where sometimes yourself, you think, oh, I've got my own program. It's so easy just to stay in bed. I'll, I'll do it later on. You, yeah. never, you never get it done. So, And we'll talk about uh, Wayne Swash's magnificent ride, Pucker Up, and the, he's the CEO and founder of that company. And what about Emma Murray last week? We got some great feedback from that, Jack. Yeah, we did. It's worth just uh, thanking everyone for their po- really positive feedback. Mm. We were overwhelmed last yep. week on the SMS and on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. And Emma tells a great story. There were some great news articles written out of it. But more importantly, Spud, that's what we're trying to do every week. Hopefully, our listeners took something out of it as far as what mindfulness can do for you in your everyday life. Well, as you know, the, she did work with Dustin Martin. For those that didn't hear it last week, you can podcast that. And, and obviously the Richmond Football Club, she's doing some great work there. The Saints, she's got her son who had a tragic in, in, uh, incident two years ago and is paralysed. So it's really helped him and her and the family get over what is a really tragic event. You know, a young footballer, a young star, never be able to play elite sport ever again. That was one of the things that really took me back, listening back to it on the podcast, was how positive Emma is mm. about Will's affliction and, and how positive Will is as well, that he uses mindfulness and power of positivity to keep looking forward. And the thing about mindfulness is, without going back on the last week, it's actually living in the moment. Mm. So you can worry about what happened in the past. And as we know, we can it can just steamroll the other way, unfortunately, and... And to see where that family's been able to recover from something that you'll never get over physically, but mentally they've been able to walk, uh, you know, move on from it. So really looking forward to today's show. As I said, Scotty Cummings, he's on for a whole range of reasons. Obviously a very good footballer, played at four clubs, won a Coleman medal. Kick goals on you. Uh, give him a couple of ear massages, <laughs> which we'll talk about. But Scotty's a little bit like me, big fella. We can sort of yo-yo a little bit with our diet and our well-being and, and he was, he was fairly large, um, probably four or five years ago, then lost a heap, probably put a little bit back on. So we're going to talk about that yo-yo effect and how important, and he's doing a bit of a ride now to get get fit, uh, get on the bicycle. Obviously, you have to pump the tires up a little bit more. So really, really looking <laughs> forward. say that before he gets here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> really looking forward to uh, talking to Scotland. And the theme, as we said today, is how you exercise and doing it with your mates. Wayne Schwoss is going to tell us more about that. Even there'll be a lot of listeners this morning, Spud, on their way to golf, probably having a hit with a few mates and even something like that. If you commit to it once, twice a week, playing with your mates, not only do you have a few laughs and a bit of banter and you catch up, but you're exercising at the same time. Exercising at the same time. A bit of social connectivity, we call it, Jack, in the, the corporate world. But also, how are you going, mate? Yeah. You know, if, you, yeah. if one of your mates is a bit down the dumps and he's hit a few into the trees, some, something's sort of bugging them. So 
sit down after that game or that walk and say, mate, are you okay? Mm. And uh, if they say yes, ask them again and just uh, sit down, put your arm around them and, and help them get through a situation, whatever that is. As always, we'd love you to connect with the show. 0433 98 11 16 off the SMS. 0433 98 11 16. It is no man should ever walk alone with thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. And as I said, great to welcome Swiss to the program as well. They are proudly bringing you this program each and every week, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. We'll take a break. The Coleman medalist, Scotty Cummings, on the other side of this. Nice to have your company this Sunday morning. It's all thanks to Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand and the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Wayne Schwass to join us in about 15 minutes from now. But Spud, this shows the power of this show mm, and, yeah. and what you're building here. Because Scott yeah. Cummings, to get him anywhere on Sunday morning yeah. at 9 a.m. is a rarity. Not even, a, there's no invoice either. I, don't, I hope there's, there's no invoice coming, <laughs> have you, Scotty. Have you told him that? Yeah. No. Stay tuned. The Coleman <laughs> medalist joins us in the studio. Morning, Scott. Uh, morning, lads. How are you? It's terrific to be here. It's great to be here, Scotty. years You're back, probably... you wouldn't have got me here on a Sunday no, morning. No, exactly. Changed man. And No, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on. But I just want to talk about your footy career. Because I was a little bit, well... You're a very good player. Six or seven minutes worth of material. 128 here, games, 349 goals. But you started at the Bombers. I remember your debut uh, up at the Sydney Cricket Ground. MCG. MCG. Against Sydney. So, so yeah. That's right, against Sydney. Yeah. A lazy eight. Yep. Yeah, it was a great day and uh, then a, a sobering day afterwards as well. But um, I've sort of got this belief that you can – you can play well on your mm. on your debut because no one knows what you're good at, no one, and more importantly, no one really knows what you're bad at. So you can sort of sneak under the radar a bit, and um, that we had a good day, and then went into the rooms and uh, saw Sheeds and was waiting for a big pat on the back. <laughs> well done, young fella. That's the way. But no, nah, his first words were no media. <laughs> okay, okay, Kevin, no problem. And uh, yeah, and then on the Monday morning, I got to my locker. And there was a handwritten note from Sheed saying, don't be the next John Georgiati. <laughs> That's right, he kicked out. He did too. And, yeah. and sort of petered off. So, yeah, it was pretty sobering and a, bit of a way of, I guess, um, keeping your feet on the ground. But, um, and I must admit, when you kicked that eight, because in those days, you knew all year who you're playing on. So if you're playing Essendon in the early 80s, mid-80s, it was either Roger Merritt, Salmon, mm. Terry Denneher. <laughs> then I'm watching this yeah, young... Scott, yeah, no, no good. You know, well, well, Geelong was Ablett, yeah. you know, North Carey, you had bloody Capper up there in Sydney. Yeah. Modra. Su- Sumich at, um, at West, West Coast. Coast. Yeah. Modra was a freak. Alan Jakovic at Melbourne. Yeah. The, the Chief, obviously at, at Hawthorne. There was, a, there was a big line. Lucky I played with a guy that could play a little bit up yeah. the other end, Lockett. But I remember watching your eight goals on the, on the replay that night and I looked at the record and I thought, gee, I'm playing, we're playing Essendon. In about five or six weeks, and it was at the G, and he kicked one early, and I thought, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm going to have to." And he and he played a couple of games at Bungaree. I thought, "I'm going to have to give him the old ear massage." <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't have, I yeah. think you snagged three from memory. Yeah, I think you hit me five times. So. <laughs> three goals, oh, one. Went back and checked it out. Three yeah. goals, one. Round 18, 1994, Scotty. Would you say he won the day? I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> no, no. He's a very... See, when you play uh, and playing then as well, um, you know, Spartan. And Gary Pert, the two guys I remember, mm. I'm not saying this because I'm sitting here with you, but you think you'd have him on a lead. You think, you're right, I've got him. And then the last minute, they were the two of the best at just getting your body off the line of the ball and uh, and going, what happened there? I was looking at my face and then I'm trying to take it from a metre away. But 
Yeah, no, no. So, no, playing on blokes, I suppose that give you a really good lesson as a young bloke, that's for sure. And they were great. The great I hate era. Pumping of, up full no, no, so a great, really a, a great era of, um, <laughs> of footy, Scotty. But obviously, Essendon, you went to Port. Yep. You had success there. Yeah, first year was um, was really good. Really good. You kicked. Uh, kicked 70. Yep. And it uh, was going well. But then took my foot off the pedal um, in that preseason and um, just thought that everything was going to keep getting better for yep. me. You know, I, I'd, I'd left. Well, I didn't leave. I got yeah. traded by Essendon and um, where I was battling to to keep my spot and learn how to play enough back and, and, and trying to play full forward as well. But, and I thought, okay, being I've got to put Adelaide where they want me to play full forward every week. And I kick 70. I thought it's just going to keep getting better for me. And I didn't put in the work in that 98 nor 97, 98 preseason yep. and battled accordingly, you know, and, and struggled. I think I've got 40 goals or something. I think in the second year got slaughtered in, in Adelaide by the media Week in, week out. Because you still kicked forty odd, didn't you? Yeah, in your second year. But, but it was a, it was a bad year though. It yeah. really was. A, yeah. It wasn't a good year for me. And um, I, I, you know, I, I worked hard during the season, but I'd, I'd missed the boat. And um, you know, I look back at that now and just go, well, you know, that's your fault. Mm. But um, yeah, we we fought hard. But I tell you, you know, as interstate sides, when you're playing in a two-team town, it is a fishbowl, and um, they they look for. They look for stories and they look for, um, you know, there's not a whole lot to cover because basically in Adelaide and, and, and in Perth, they only really want to mm. hear about West Coast and Freo and Adelaide and Port Adelaide. So the stories come thick and fast and you, and you cop yeah. a hammering, but yeah, deserved it. And that was my next question. You then went to West Coast mm-hmm. and obviously won the Coleman Medal. Yeah. You know, and that's that's something no one can ever, ever take away from you, Scotland. That's, you know, that's a magnificent right. award. And Try getting it off my mum's wall. Yeah, good, <laughs> luck, good luck doing that. So you were there for, for three years? Yeah. And then... Back home? Back home. That would have been great, going back home. Yeah, it home. was. Because you were a Claremont boy, weren't you? No, no, Swan District boy. Swan District, yeah, sorry, no, no, sorry. Claremont's well. the, you know, the toffee nose. Yep. Um, we're Bassendine yeah. boys, salt yep. of the earth. Uh, blue collar boys. So was it good to get back home? And it was. It was well? good, and yeah, you know, a bit of the stable influence of the parents, and um, and also playing in Perth too. You know, the, the weather's generally good. The, the grounds are a bit harder. The ball bounces up, you mm. know, which is good for a bloke who's six five and and no good below the knees. And and then I also had some decent blokes handing me the footy as well. Um, and you go through that that midfield mm. of you know, Matera and Camp and Maney. Um, cousins, Brawl and those yeah. guys are just late. You only needed a yeah. meter, and they'd hit you. Carl so, Langdon, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Nah. No, I never played with Boris. Nah. Actually, it went a bit sideways. <laughs> I have a funny Carl. story on Boris. So he but, tried to sort me out as a young bloke at Swan Districts. He was playing for Subi. Remember Troy Eagle? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Great man, Buffy. Yeah. One of the great blokes. And I was just a kid. I'm running out, and before the game, and Boris come over and try to flatten me before the siren. And uh, Buffy's seen that. Come over, hit Boris about eight times before he saw one coming and made him <laughs> apologise to me. <laughs> and then, I'm going to stay with him. So I went into Coleman, then Drink. you had a, a fleeting year at the Pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mick got me to, to West Coast. That's and, right. Uh, had, you know, and just got a fantastic relationship with Mick, yeah. the best coach I had by yeah. mile. And uh, then he left, and I remember sitting in his lounge room, voicing my disgust at his decision to leave. And, um, and you know, he, he came home for, yeah. for family reasons, and, and Judgey took over. And that was a pretty tough two years, and then um, yeah, then the Eagles delisted me, and Mick um, rang me as a mate, see how I was going. I said I'm pretty flat and pretty angry, blah blah. And then he rang me a week later and said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Look, I'm, I've hired a personal trainer, and um, I'm not going to let them decide when my career is over, and uh, I want to get fit." And um, I 
trained with this guy called Steve Smith, and he's a little bloke. He's, I, one of the reasons I don't trust any bloke under five eight. It's just a standard rule that I have. What, how old tall are you, Jack? <laughs> About five seven and a half. <laughs> five eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's tattooed. He's ex SAS, ex Navy diver, like a psycho. And he flogged me for three months, but I didn't know Mick was getting weekly updates. Mm. And um, he he brought me. He rang me and said, "I want you to come over and train." And I trained with a with a club for a few days. And uh, then went home, and then he rang me at like 6 o'clock in the morning in Perth and said, bad luck, mate. And I'm going, oh, what's happening? He goes, you got me for another 12 months and brought me over here, and best thing to happen to me. And you've stayed in Melbourne ever since? Yeah, I was coming. We were yeah. only coming back for 12 months. Yeah. I said to the wife from Perth as well, I said, we'll go back, we'll go to Melbourne, um, we'll finish on my terms, we'll play a year, and uh, and then we'll then we'll go home. That was 2002. And a lot of people listening now think, there's what? This is just a footy hour, and it is a little bit. We're going to get into why you, you are here. And a bit like a lot of people out there listening, Scotland, including me, we've been this yo-yo diet people. Mm-hmm. We, we lose 10, put on 5, lose 8, put on 6. And, and when you do it yourself, because about, what, four, three years ago, you actually lost... Yeah, you know, it's, five, it's five years now. Um, I I just gradually, because when I retired, yeah. I just stopped moving. Yeah. I completely stopped moving. And uh, when I drank, I drank the wrong things yep. you know the bow drink you know wild turkey and coke and i was really wow. really good at it yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> a lot of sugar and, in there oh mate a mountain of sugar and uh, then all the crap food that you eat yep. with it before you go to bed and then when you wake up hungover you go and eat more crap and i didn't exercise and i just gradually 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 got bigger i peaked because being a big guy yeah you can sort of half get away with it can't you? for a little bit yeah but then uh, I, I peaked at 144 kilos Wow, and uh, what'd you play at? Uh, I've retired at about 107, but wow. my, my best was probably 103, 104. Was playing my best yeah. footy, but 144 kegs I got to. And um, so, what did you do there? A lot of people are listening there, and they're, they're going through the same boat mm. um, that, that you've been through. It just, it was just the belt that. The balance got out of whack. Yeah, the absolutely. input versus the output yeah. was way out of whack. Well, there was no output. <laughs> it was just a so, whole heap of input. So, how did you say, right? I'm just going to, I'll do it. Was it was it a sort of a six month stage where you say I'll I'll start tomorrow, I'll start the uh, next day. And uh, we I was I was pretty fortunate, uh, and through Eddie and uh, and Jenny Craig, um, they they signed me up with Longy. Yeah, good. And uh, so Longy and I were doing a ten week program. Yep. I had to lose I think uh, fourteen kilos. Had to lose twelve. Ended up losing twenty two in the ten weeks. Wow. And Longy lost I think eighteen. How hard was it? Um, first couple of weeks, I was cranky. Yeah, I was getting these little meals, and the wife was doing everything. She's trying to um, make the the veggie side of the meal yep. you know, interesting, and um, doing her best there. But for two weeks, I was just angry. I'm, like, oh, I'm not eating this for the and rest what about of my the, life. This is garbage. the fitness but, side of it, or was it purely well, then, diet? No, no, then started riding and, and walking to work, um, which is not far. It was yeah. it's a you know it's five k's in. And, yeah, but if you're uh, doing it every day, doing it every day, and I hadn't moved so. You know, that first week, I lost five kilos, just like that, but obviously mm. had a lot to lose. But then, yeah, so just got taught all these uh, really good techniques by, by Jenny Craig, and it was a long, long time ago. Obviously, Fev, Fev's doing it now. Yeah. Um, and they taught me, you know, about uh, portion control, which were the two most hated words there for a while, portion control. <laughs> <laughs> Never been good at it. And, um, and yeah, and, and just started peeling off the weight and I lost 34 kilos and just went, geez, I feel magic. And then after that, I did Kokoda. Yeah, um, I remember that. I would have, oh, there's, there's parts of Kokoda that I wouldn't have fit through, mm. you know, two years prior because they're just so narrow. And uh, um, so you got to a 
you know, do things like that because I just turned the life around. And it saved my life. It really when you did. say you, you turn your life around, how how, um, how euphoric was it for you to and inspirational for yourself to wake mm. up in the morning and think, yeah, I've got a lot of energy here. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm not carrying around an extra 25 kegs. Yep. I'm on top of the me, world. Uh, I could play with my, uh, my young fella and, uh, you know, without you know, getting worn out and not sitting on the couch going, oh, later, mate, we'll play later. Um, I was about to say, compared to when you were at the height of 140, yeah. the, the mindset there, what was that like? Oh, it's horrible. But I, and I sort of, I made a lot of, you know, self-deprecating jokes about it. Because you're it a bit and, of a happy-go-lucky yeah, yeah. guy on the yeah. exterior. Yep. But you were hurting a bit inside. Oh, inside it, you know, you don't, you don't want to look like that. Yeah. Um, it's no good looking like yeah. that. And, and, you, and you know yourself, too. Yeah. You, you, you feel crap. And uh, um, so when I, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and, you know, uh, you know you'd look at your guts and they're mm. gone. And you go, oh, how good is this? Is I that the fantastic. best? Is that the best form of um, losing, getting a, a diet or not a diet, just a healthy, balanced it's a lifestyle, lifestyle change? To look yeah. in the mirror. Is that the big oh, one? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. Yeah. And the worst thing was. Uh, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't see what everyone else saw until I saw photos of myself or yeah. something like that with other people. And you just went, geez, have a look at you. It's hideous. Mm. But, yeah, no, it is. But I, I still battle it now. You know, I lost 34 and I've probably found eight or mm. nine. Yeah. And, um, and you know, you go through phases. And uh, I went away in October. Uh, so I'm probably the heaviest I've been now for, for five mm. or six years. And... Um, you know, you go away in October on the family holiday. You do come back for spring racing. You get through the Christmas yep. functions. And you go home to Perth for Christmas, and you come back and go, "Oh, oh, got some work to do again." <laughs> but now the weather's good. This is the time for us, you, me, anyone out there listening to to get back on the bike. Isn't yeah, it? Oh, and it, it just, it's amazing the difference that that you, you feel yourself and the people in your family feel about you, and the way people look at you mm. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you just Make that effort, make that commitment to yourself, and so I'm going to do this, and uh, it, you know it'll change. It will change your world. Mm. So. Speaking of getting back on the bike, Wayne Schwass mm. is going to join us shortly mm. to that tell bloke. us more. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I used to really <laughs> I like. Thought him. you might say that. <laughs> you used to love him. You love your go- you love your golf. You play a lot of golf, but yep. you've kind of become hooked on bike riding, a bit, haven't you? No. Yes, <laughs> uh, I have not become hooked yes. on it. I've become committed to it. Tell us why and, and how it happened. And sooner or later, they tell me that uh, it becomes enjoyable. But uh, <laughs> uh, we know we know Swatter obviously is a, a mad cyclist and, and loves it, and it's his outlet for uh, for his mental health battles. And um, he's put together a group of blokes to ride um, a fairly long way. But he said to me, "Mate, we're going to ride from Melbourne to, uh, from Sydney to Melbourne." I've gone all right. A lot of hills there. Eight hundred and eighty k's. That's not bad. I've done. I ride the Pilbara in WA, which is yeah. 600 over five days. I've done that. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, And then he sends me the prop, and it's not 880 k's. It's 1,450. I said, well, that's almost sitting to Melbourne and back again. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and, But then 10 minutes on the phone with, with Swatter on why uh, yeah. we're doing this bike ride uh, about suicide prevention and, and um, you know, to help people with yep. mental health battles. And listening to his story, I've just gone, I'm yeah. in. I'm absolutely in because... Uh, and I think if anyone who follows Swatter on on social media, he's he's really passionate about it, and he's really active, and he's changing people's lives. But the fact that uh, you know that bloke was standing on a podium in '96 with mm. the Holy Grail yeah, in his hand yeah. uh, at the top of the game, yeah. you couldn't be any happier. Best and fairest winner in that year. Ugh, 
and to think that his that his mind was playing tricks on him that wanted to you know that he wanted to end mm. his life that night how was he going to do it it's amazing you know and the more you talk about it with people uh, I'm finding out mates of mine now are battling mm. and um, blokes who I'd never ever suspected would be struggling but they actually now want to talk to you and I had lunch with a mate uh, a little while ago and I had no idea that um, that he's had these battles and ongoing battles yep. and he's, and we talked about this bike ride that we're doing for uh, for suicide prevention for pucker up and uh he said, well, here's a lunch stopper for you. I said, what's that? He goes, I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't get the dosage wrong twice. Mm. And I almost fell off my chair. Mm. And just the people that it affects, and and also think too, Spud, in the days that we were playing, there was no environment for someone to come no. in and say, oh, I've got depression. We go, it's on a weakness. There's a big difference between being depressed and having depression, yeah, obviously. Right. And yeah. uh, there's no way. It, blokes would have just slaughtered them. And to think that all my teammates, and I had a lot of teammates <laughs> just been through that, there had to have been someone going through it, but no with doubt. no outlet. And if you lost a, a mate because you guys were, um, or us guys were so naive and ignorant to, to an issue, um, you'd never, ever forgive yourself. So no, There's no doubting that. And, and that's that's where the stigma's got to stop. It's as simple as that. As I said, the 70s, 80s, where our ancestors, mm. it was. Unfortunately, it was a sign of weakness. So if anyone out there listening at the moment, if you are struggling, get on uh, Beyond Blue. Beyondblue.org.au or you can call Lifeline 131114. And obviously, before we go to the break, we're going to get Swatter on, but how easy is it now compared to riding on your own, as you said, yeah. riding in a group? You did a big ride on the weekend, I'm led to believe. Yeah. Sorrento, I'm back with Big Coz yeah. and a few of the boys. Yeah. Was it easier? Could you have done it on your own? Uh, no, I probably wouldn't have done it on my own. Yeah. Um, I did a few rides though, in, in Perth over Christmas. My Christmas holidays were really different things to Swat, I tell you. <laughs> and, you know, I, was, I went down south to Margaret River. I didn't go to a winery, Jack. I don't, oh, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> You've changed. The takings went down in the <laughs> southwest of WA over Christmas, but... I uh, did some rides. You know, I did a you know, an 85k ride and a 120k ride on my own <clears throat> with the tunes on, and and you know you feel every bit of pain going through you, and you and you feel it all. But then we rode together. About uh, 20 of us rode on on Saturday down to Sorrento, and Cosie and I looked at each other and said, "Where's road to Sorrento? <laughs> who, who does that?" And then looked at each other and went. Oh, geez, we've got to ride back. <laughs> and uh, I said, now we're these blokes in Lycra sitting at a coffee shop that, you know, we've turned into the blokes that we used to pot all the time. And look at them, put your bits away, mate. But, uh, yeah, but we got through. And riding with 20 guys in that team environment and the guys that um, that were riding with us, they really they obviously understand that uh, that uh, myself and Cosy aren't cyclists. Mm. We're not built for bikes. No. And we needed some help. And um, Cosy, no, Cosy will do it easily, but I needed some help. And um, they, you know, push you along and stay with you and, and talk to you throughout the way, give you some tips. And yeah, it was, it was really good. And, and a good little confidence booster too to mm. say, yeah, I can do that. Scotty, stay with us if you can. We're going to get Wayne Schwoss on the line on the other side of this. I and you can, you can curse him <laughs> all the it. way down the line from here to where he's going to pick up the phone and have a chat to us. You're listening to No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's with thanks to the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. And for our great mates at Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. Nice to be with you this morning. It's all thanks to Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand and for the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Football royalty in this studio this morning between Danny Frawley and Scotty Cummings, the Coleman medalist. Yeah, thank you. You told me to say that. Yeah, but that. talk about royalty joining us, Spud. This mm. is a man who was an outstanding footballer, Wayne Schwoz, star for North Melbourne and the Sydney Swans, a premiership player, a best and fairest winner. But 
post-career, is now doing some remarkable work. Good morning to you, Schwatter. Morning to uh, you, Jack, you, Scotty, and you, Spud. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good morning, Swatter. We've got you on, obviously, uh, to talk about the, the group training and how easier it is to train the group, but more importantly, the pucker-up ride. So before we talk yep. about the ride, tell us a little bit about pucker-up because you're the founder and the, the CEO of this magnificent uh, worthwhile cause. Yeah, thanks, Spud. Pucker-up is uh, a social enterprise and we're in the space of mental health, but specifically our aim, which is aspirational and very ambitious, is to stamp out suicide. Um, and the reason for that is, as you both know, um, both being participants on the ride in March, 2,866 people lost their lives tra- tragically to suicide in 2016. And when you compare that to our national road toll in the same year, we lose nearly two and a half times the number of people to suicide than we do at our national road tolls. Road toll. So we're an organisation that's going to do everything we possibly can to begin to have the uncomfortable conversations around suicide, specifically suicide prevention, because we absolutely believe that suicides are preventable and we can prevent more of them, providing we create these conversations that are supportive and non-judgmental. Uh, magnificent. Uh, well said, Swatter. What's the connotation behind Pucker Up? How did you come up with the name? Is there... Well, it's a good question, Spud, because I spent a lot of time prior to launching the organisation in April last year. I wanted, I wanted something that was very personal to me, but also wanted something that really embodied what we're trying to encourage and empower other people to do. And I stumbled across this word pucker, which is a Hindi word, and the definition of it means authentic and genuine. And they were two things that unfortunately I was not when I was battling mental health conditions for 12 years during my footy career. But it's also a really important message that we're trying to empower other people that when we're authentic and genuine and honest about our mental health and emotional well-being, what that actually allows us to do is it puts us in a position where we control what we choose to do. When we're not authentic and genuine, what we tend to do, and this is not to be critical because I did it and I did it a lot, we hide, we lie and pretend to everybody else that we're healthy and we're well and we're happy when we're not. That's counterproductive to people getting happy and healthy and well, and we don't want them to do that. They don't need to make those same decisions. So, Swatter, the, the, the ride itself, so you can talk us about how uh, the people out there can put in their hand in their pocket for this wor- uh, worthy cause. How, how far yeah. is the ride? Because yeah. I'm led to believe it was only 800, but Scotty yeah. just told me now it's a little bit longer. And yeah. So, Spud, we did a training ride last weekend, so... Uh, uh, yesterday, a week ago, uh, Big Scotty and Cozzy. Scotty's never ridden more than 120 k's. Well, we got him out for an extra 65. He's wow. starting to feel certain parts of his body now. <laughs> and when we got back to Melbourne, Spud, at the end of 185 k's, Scotty turned to me and goes, mate, 800 is not far enough. Let's ramp this thing right up. So <laughs> oh, yeah. said, All right, Scotty, we're going to make it 1,433 k's over eight days. And, and everything's got a meaning, Spud. Yeah. 1,433 is half of 2,866. Every kilometre we ride is to one of the lives, two lives lost to suicide in 2016. Uh, it's a big challenge. Average K is 159 Ks a day. Ooh. We've got three days over 200, which Scott is really looking forward to. Well, there's a few hills too, Swatter. Yeah, that's the issue. Uh, hey, hey, Spud, you've driven from uh, Sydney to Melbourne, mate. I can tell you now, downhill all the way. Yeah, we're not going from Sydney to Melbourne, mate. You've thrown in Mossvale and Wollongong and... <laughs> And we're going to think we're going Barrel. somewhere. In, in, oh, we're going to Canberra and Yass and Goulburn. Well, it's not sitting to Melbourne. Well, sort of. Snowy mountains. <laughs> Mate, I think, I think we ride down to Threadbow. Back to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no, How many's doing the ride, Swatter? We've got 30. 
We've got uh, 28 guys and, and two two pretty inspiring ladies. Um, it's a good group. Everybody's got their own motivations and reasons for doing it, Spud. Yep. But I think what's really encouraging with our first running ride last weekend, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so humbled and, and, uh, and thankful that 30 people have given up nine days of their life, sacrificing nine days with their family. They all believe in what we're trying to achieve and they want to be a part of something really special. So it's going to be a great journey. So how do we get online, uh, Swatter, to donate to this magnificent cause? Well, well, we, we because we're not a charity spot, this is a really okay. important distinction. We can't take donations from, from individuals. But what we can do, uh, we're not a DGR status, and we've been very yep. deliberate for that reason. We're, we're, a, we're a commercial enterprise looking to reinvest all of our money back into creating conversations and hopefully addressing this real issue of suicide. If people want to be involved, specifically businesses, uh, I'll leave my email address, which is simply wayne at puckerup.com. If there are businesses that would like to get involved yep. from a sponsorship point of view, then I'd be more than happy to have those conversations. No, that's magnificent, Swatter. And mm. uh, what about some of the characters? Uh, obviously, Scotland's one of them. Um, yep. Big Cozzy. Like, you, you got, <laughs> yeah. you've picked on some tall guys. You, you haven't picked yep. on the Rovers here. You've gone well, for the well, big... Spud, Spud, well, Spud. Yep. I, I, have, I have pulled together a list of riders that will, when I'm struggling, help me. Uh, <laughs> when I'm flying, will make me look, look a lot better when I fly past <laughs> a few individuals that might be out the back. <laughs> what, I, what I can say... His last weekend, uh, Scotland uh, flew past me, um, going down a hill. Yeah. I think it was Safety Beach. The only thing he said was, "God, I love gravity when I'm going downhill." Yeah. Hey, we were doing 65, and he didn't touch the pedals. Fair <laughs> to say, he threw the anchor out going up the hill. We've got Cosy, as you said. We've got yourself. Um, you know, we've got a number of different, interesting, and uh, people from from different backgrounds. And I'm just really looking forward to getting everybody together because about supporting one another, having a good time and, and really addressing an important issue. Well, that's been our theme on the show this week, Swatter. How, how much fun is it to actually get this group together from all different walks of life and having a common theme? And we're talking about training as an individual. And like, you know, I, I like going for a ride of my own now and again, but not all the time. And the, the social connectivity you get and the, and the coffee after it, how much fun is it to have a theme to train together to be able to push each other along? Look, I've, I've, I've had tremendous fun. I mean, it's been challenging pulling 30 people together, but I, I've had a lot of fun so far, but I'm as motivated as I think everybody else is. And You know, there are some people, and I don't want to talk out of school here, Scotty, but Scotty's had a few doubts. But, you know, it's, it's about supporting each other and encouraging each other. And when an individual is doubting themselves, it's really important and really powerful that the group gets around that person and they support them. You know, if you had have asked Scotty and Cozzy last week before we did 185Ks, they would have been doubting their ability to do it. Fact is, they've done it now. So that's in the back of their mind when we do a 215K day in about two weeks' time, eh, Scotty? <laughs> well, I've got no doubt, uh, Swatter. Um, I don't know Scotty well, not 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 uh, intimately, but I reckon I'll know Scotty a hell of a lot better after the ride because we're going to be together down the hills, <laughs> yeah. and we're definitely going to be together up the hills. So we're going to we're going to know each other I'll from be back to front. On Scotland. your shoulder every night too, mate, as well. But uh, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And as uh, as someone who uh, unfortunately um, hasn't had to have yep. these battles like a swatter and, and yep. yourself and and the, and the mates that um, that I mentioned before, yep. it's uh, it's terrific to be a part of it. And I'm looking forward to the challenge. I'm excited. I'm frightened. I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, and this bloke laughing all the time when you're peddling your backside off and just saying, how great is this? And it was belting down with rain and wind. And he, I said, mate, no, it's not. But anyway, but, uh, it's going to be uh, going to be a great challenge and look forward to being a part of it. Schwatter, great to have you on the program this morning. We appreciate your time. What you're doing with Pucker Up is just simply outstanding. And you heard Schwatter's uh, details there. Wayne at puckerup.com.au for businesses. If you want to get in touch and get involved that way. Just .com, Jack. No way you're on the end of it. No, apologies. .com. Right. Get, it right. Get it right, Jack. And, yeah, and good on, luck Jack. Uh, Good luck on the ride in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Swatter, just before, just before you go, Swatter, Jack, um, yeah, yeah. He, he's got ahead of himself at the moment, Jack. He's been in the paper all week. He, he's been a bit different today, Swatter. He's normally very humble. And... They went with Spud. The stock shot. Well, mm. the well mate, in... well, I was normally, uh, Jack was buying me a coffee, Scotty. Yeah. And this morning really? he walked in and said, where's my coffee? Yeah, so, he bought you a coffee. No, I used, oh. he used to buy me yeah, a coffee. Swatter, I'm dis- now, I've known you a lot longer than I've known Spud. I'm disappointed in you. My uh-huh. understanding is that Spud, he's gone back into Hutch. He said, rewrite the contract. one i one clear out the much line. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Schwartz joining us. Uh, he, is, he is seriously inspirational, Swatter, is. now that he can't hear me. Um Doing a great job, yeah, isn't he? Ten minutes on the phone. Five minutes on the yeah. phone talking to him. Because you did have your mean, doubts, didn't you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Down. Just capability and yeah. not wanting to Let, hold people up and, and, and ruin the ride for them. And um, But just, yeah, five minutes talking to him about his story and then, you know, five minutes talking about how we're all going to get through it together. I said, mate, I am in 100%. Mm. Let's do it. Scotty, good luck. Thanks for coming well, in this morning. Thank you. And I say that with uh, the yeah, emphasis on luck. off your face. Yeah, no, no, mm. I'll be behind you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, all be, we'll all be here to pump no, you up. Great. And good luck with Sparta. I think yeah. you, that's a yeah. challenge. No, no, I'll, that will, uh, but, I'll need everyone's help, but we'll get there. I'll do your head in. Great. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. <laughs> We're going to uh, take a break. Thanks, Chief Braybron's going to join us on the other side of this, and we'll wrap up. No man should ever walk alone. You're listening to No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. It's all thanks to Swiss, Australia's number one multivitamin brand. And, of course, for the Hater Clinic, the gold standard in addiction treatment. Before we finish up, Spud, we've spoken to Scotty Cummings. Yep. got his perspective on the ride and getting together with mates. And I think we're all in awe of Wayne yep. Schwass and the work that he's doing mm. with Pucker Up. But Chief Braybron, our man, is going to be yep. a regular part of the show. And he's going to weigh in a little bit on the theme of working together with your mates and exercising together. How important is that, Chief, to actually get a group together compared to training on your own? I think it's a fantastic way to, to get yourself motivated to get started. But also, once you're going, you've got to keep that accountability. You know, you want to be able to give your mate a bit of a ribbing if he doesn't rock up to training and they do the same. And, and even when you're there, you make the most of the time that you're uh, out there on the bike or you know, out on the, on the training track. And, and uh, we saw to Scotty Cummings, and, and look, he's doing a bike ride for charity. He's a big lad, and he said there's no way known he'd be able to uh, ride from Sydney to Melbourne if he had to do it on his own because there's a group of uh, 30 people doing the ride. They've got their own app. They're, they're on Strava together. They they compare notes, and, and, and he's been pushed and prodded, and he's, he's really feeling the benefits from it. And I must admit myself, I ride three times a week with a group, and if you do miss and you think, oh, I just want to sleep in this morning, you feel, one, terribly mentally because you missed out on the ride, but then the ribbing you cop from your mates. That's exactly right. I mean, that's the thing is nobody wants to feel like they're letting somebody else down. So, yeah, you're thinking, well, my mate's out there. Even if it's a cold morning, he's out there waiting for me. Um, I don't want to stay in bed and leave him rocked up, you know, doing all the work. So you get out there in the first place. But also, as you said, you know, if you if you do happen to miss a session, yeah, your mates are usually, you know, to you about it pretty quickly. How, 
for, for those people listening out there, Chief, that are probably on their own a little bit, they haven't got a great social network. Um, how, how hard it's for those guys to actually get involved in the group? And as I said, you've got a you know, unbelievable boot camps down at Coogee Beach, which sounds great. But, you know, if there's someone around the area, can they just roll up and uh, hopefully turn up and, and join in at some stage? Yeah, so there, there are plenty of programs like that. I mean, our programs, we've got them all around Australia, um, and particularly a number of them down there in Melbourne. Um, and the idea is that you can just come down on one of the trial days, get accepted very quickly into a group like that, and then um, you can obviously make it part of your, your regular training. But, yeah, there's indoor training groups now. Uh, there's even, you know, you can join your local athletics club or, as you said, a cycling group. Um, a great place to, to, to go and find a lot of these things is literally just jump on the web, um, do a bit of a search, and you'll often find just social groups out there that get together just to keep each other moving. Well, Chief, you might as well pump up your business. Yeah. Uh, this goes, this podcast all over Australia, obviously Melbourne-centric, Victoria-centric. How do people get involved in your boot camps? Basically, they just go to bootcamp.com.au. They find their uh, closest local provider, and then they just contact them and let you know they'll let them know exactly when they can come down, jump in for a trial session, and uh, see if it's what they like. Chief, I would imagine that over the journey, you've got a lot of success stories from people who have done exactly what Spud did. It's looked up their local boot camp or, or checked out when there was a, a group swimming session or running session or whatever, and have made a stack of friends as a result of it. It is really quite interesting how strong a relationship you can build with the people that you're out there training with day in and day out. Um, recently, you know, my wife and I, who we both run the business together, we've been to Scotland and wow. to France for weddings um, of recruits. And when we're there, you know, half a dozen, well, actually about a dozen of the other people that are at the wedding have only met those individuals through boot camp, through their training. Mm. So they're really strong relationships, you know. You're out there when you're doing it tough and all these sorts of things, and there's a pretty strong bond, just the same as you would find, you know, if you join a footy team together or anything like that. So, Chief, um, your, your Men's Health magazine, obviously it's a great read. You, you did a great uh, job with Guy Sebastian last year. Don't give too much away, but who, who do we expect to to, to uh, and it's not, you know, brushed on and, uh, you know, all that sort of gimmick with, uh, what, what do they call it, Jack? When airbrushing. You're airbrushing. <laughs> who have we got this year, Chief? So the next one comes out in the next issue. Um, he's a, a guy in his 40s, uh, pretty well known. He's uh, an actor on, on Australian television. And uh, he took on the challenge really to sort of A, give himself a bit of a boost. Uh, he's, a, he's a dad and he wants to, to be a, uh, you know, a role model for, for his child. Um, but it's really interesting what you're saying about the airbrushing and all those sorts of things. A big part of what we do is we want to try and capture behind-the-scenes footage and imagery to show you that... This is legit. These are guys have just put in the effort, you know, done the hard yards, and they've earned not just the physique that they've got, but the fitness and, and the drive and really picking up the whole game. Well, Chief, uh, we haven't got much more time, but I'm led to believe, and we'll, we'll save it for next week, that bacon and eggs is a good part of uh, a balanced diet. And if that's the case, I'm going to be all over it next <laughs> week, Chief. Is that right? Mate, that's exactly right. You know, you <laughs> want to try and have... Good proteins, uh, bacon eggs for breakfast, you know, and a bit of avocado and things like that. Fantastic way to get started. Oh, geez, that is just music to a lot of our listeners' ears, Chief. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Always great to catch up with you on a Sunday morning. We look forward to doing it again soon. Cheers, boys.
Chief Brabron joining us on No Man Should Ever Walk Alone. And that just about brings to an end what's been a busy show this morning, Spud. Has been a busy show. Scotty, Soul Scotland, I call him. He's an absolute star. He great And some great uh, take-homes uh, for the people listening. You know, big fella, burnt the candle at both ends, put on far too much weight and uh, nipped it in the bud. Yeah, and I think we said that at the start of the show, didn't we? The theme was getting together with, yep. with mates and... The other part too, which wasn't necessarily a thing, yeah. but it came out, was that if you if you sort of are riding the wave and on the yo-yo, as you call yeah. it, don't panic. It's just about getting back to the start, That's getting right. your, getting your routine set again and, and start again. And of course, Swatto, as we know, he's doing an outstanding job with Pucker Up and the ride uh, mid-March, which we're all going to um, do a, a bit hard, but for a great cause. And of course, the Chief. I love the Chief. Yeah, he's good. I think everyone's uh, ears pricked up when I said we can have bacon and eggs. He said you can have bacon and eggs and a bit of avocado for breakfast. Well, that I was happy with that. That is something to look forward to for next week. You're going to go across the road now and have one, I think, aren't you? Just no, I'm going to go yourself. down to uh, the local uh, health shop or, and get some Swiss multivitamins, mate, because yeah. I need them now that I'm burning more calories than I should on the bike. So I need something to make sure I wake up and I'm going to do the ride just as good as I did the day before. Big thanks to Swiss. Great to have them on board. They are Australia's number one multivitamin brand and we are ecstatic that they've joined the program. They share the vision, Spud, and share your journey and want to be involved, as do the Hater Clinic, of course, the gold standard in addiction treatment, which is just terrific. You have a great day, Jack. Have a great day, listeners, and look forward to another great show next week. Looking forward to it. If you're sticking with us up next, the Sunday Brunch, Campbell Brown to join me.